You're listening to Raising Perdition, a Supernatural Rewatch podcast. This podcast is for anyone who wants more Supernatural content or anyone just starting the show. I'm Beth Brin. I'm Hannah Barrow. And I'm Abby Jo Morton. And we're your hosts. Let's jump in. Raising Perdition is intended for adult audiences, and our episodes may contain PG-13 and R-rated language. We advise listener discretion for discussions of violence, sexual assault, eating disorders, and other topics some listeners may find disturbing. We want to empower you, our audience, with the knowledge you need to make healthy decisions about how and if you should consume this podcast content. Welcome back. You're listening to Raising Perdition. I'm one of your hosts, Beth. I'm here with my lovely co-host, Hannah. How are you doing? Doing good, Beth. How are you? Doing good. Unfortunately, Abby Joe will not be in this episode because it is full of spoilers. So this is your warning. There will be spoilers for the entirety of Supernatural in this episode and maybe the the Winchesters. So um, you've been warned. If you don't care about spoilers, keep on watching or listen. And if you um, have already watched the whole show, then of course stay. But leave now if you do not want spoilers. Thank you. So uh, because Abby Joe's not here, we have two guest hosts. We have August and Elena from Saving People Queering Things. Hello. Hello. We are so happy to have you on our podcast. Um, This is the first, not the first guest spot, but you know, one of the first, like, I don't know. I wouldn't say, I don't want to make Jacob feel bad, but one of the first (laughs) big guest spots that we've had. (laughs) We love Jacob. He doesn't know a thing. Is that, is that first guest duo as well? Yes. Yes. Um, So if you guys could just uh, introduce yourselves, pronouns and your brief supernatural fandom history, if you will. Sure. So I'll I'll start. I'm Elena. Uh, pronouns are she and they. Um, I have been in Supernatural for far too long. Um, got into it in 2011 uh, and have just never looked back since. It's been crazy and chaotic. And uh, I just started podcasting about it last year. Um, thanks to the lovely uh, Supernatural TikTok community. I just happened upon august show and was just like hi can i guest host like one time and then they were just like can i keep you forever and i said sure (laughs) and here i am so it's been really fun i'm august Uh, my pronouns are they them and kind of like elena said um i'm one of the hosts over at saving people clearing things um i've been a supernatural fan for about a decade or so given too much of my life um to this (laughs) funny little show um but yeah like the last couple of years in particular really um connecting with the community online through the podcast and through other platforms um and yeah I'm very excited to be here and talk about these things we're going to talk about today yeah so today is a special little bonus episode Um, You've already listened to our season two recap, listener, I hope you have, Um, but this is just us going through seasons one and two and talking about things that have happened and the meta of it all and spoilers and all that, so should be a fun time, just a silly, goofy little episode, and we're just going to bring up random topics, so should be fun. We love that. Hannah, would you like to start us off? I don't know, Beth. (laughs) I just feel like I, I just have one episode that I can't get out of my mind. And if anyone has listened, if you've listened to our podcast listener, you know that I had lots of questions about Houses of the Holy. 
And they might not be the questions that like, I feel like everybody else is asking. Like, I feel like from what I always hear, it's like a lot of people are talking about angels, which is obviously important with this episode. Um, if you don't remember, it's the episode where like people are thinking that an angel is telling them to kill people. Um, but it turns out to be a priest who is getting his orders from God. And that part is questionable to me. <laughs> So I was just really bothered by it. We couldn't talk about it when uh, Abby obviously was on the podcast because I was like, I just don't know. <laughs> and I was like, and Abby was like, I just don't know. Like, I don't know if God's even, I don't know if God's even in like the supernatural like TV show. And I was like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that was very, very hard to just get just through. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. God. No, no thoughts, head empty. That's only Rob a... Benedict. <laughs> when, yeah. when we recorded that episode, I had a guest that episode, and we, up to that point, we had been like pretty careful about like not doing spoilers. And that episode, we literally sat down and went with me and Claudia from Mystery Podcast, and we sat down and we're like, you know what? Fuck it, we're gonna <laughs> talk about spoilers this episode, <laughs> and we just talked about theories game. about that episode because we also had many many questions yeah i just Hannah and i wished we could have just said fuck it i so wish i could have been like okay abby i'm gonna i'm gonna spoil something huge for you so there's a imagine but he's yeah there's a god but he's a little writer guy yeah and you're gonna you're maybe gonna like him at first and then you're not gonna like him and then you're you're gonna find out he's god and you're gonna be like what um so and just then you're gonna have that. a really complex relationship with him and then yeah. eventually you're gonna be like mm. 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 Right, yeah. so abby how that ties into season two <laughs> is we don't really know because actually at that point they didn't know right <laughs> that's what's so frustrating with supernatural especially yes. with the chuck as god ending is that They didn't know what the fuck they were doing, but now because they've made this huge decision, it affects it all. Yeah, and now we suffer for it. Yeah, Yeah. and now we now I can't watch uh, season one, episode twelve, Faith, without feeling insane. Yeah, Yeah. literally, it's just brain worms. Or the number one episode that I'm like feral about is that one, and it's just all because of Chuck theory. Like, yeah. Like, if I ever had to go to grad school for a topic of, like, fandom <laughs> stuff, I, I guarantee to you it would be the Chuck one theory. And I, I would study that for years and years and write the biggest goddamn dissertation. Is everybody here a Chuck a Chuck one theorist? Just making yes. sure? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. I know Beth is. Yes. Um, so, listener, it's going to be biased. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, can we, can we explain what, what Chuck one yeah, theorist is? Yeah, you can do it. Go for it. <laughs> okay, so basically because of the ending of supernatural that last that last fucking 40 minutes um you know it we it don't talk about her you you could sit there and you could watch episode one of the entire series and you could watch the finale of the series and that two-parter would be a complete thought yeah. um yes because they basically just everything that they set up in the pilot they resolved and they in so doing completely disregarded like 15 years worth of canon and character development and the whole idea around chuck one is that the whole time chuck was trying to get them to adhere to his narrative and the show set itself up to be a 
screw your narrative. Uh, my One of my favorite Dean quotes, screw destiny right in the face. Um, and that it was about free will and like choosing your family and all of these really awesome things. And that's what the show is about. And then they just redacted that in the last <laughs> 40 minutes of the entire series. And so in that way, Chuck won. Yeah. And it makes I, us angry. I've heard the argument that like, oh, it's a good thing that you can like put the pilot and 1520 next to each other. And like, it's a complete thought, but like Elena said, totally disregards the rest of canon. And yeah, because the whole evolution of Supernatural was all about like saying screw destiny, this whole like mirroring was actually, is actually, I think the biggest argument for like, even even though they technically defeat Chuck in like 1519, he still gets what he set out to do mm-hmm. with the story. Like he's and the I like one, that. Not the, not the fans, not the main characters. Like, yeah. And- yeah, and I like that. Not not that I like that ending, but like I like that interpretation because any other interpretation of the finale, yeah, is I, makes me mm, it's worse. Is worse. This yes. is not a good ending, but at least I can make <laughs> sense of the ending in light of like Chuck. Right. Yeah. Like even if you don't think Chuck still got, like even if you think that what happened to Chuck happened, he still got what he wanted. So like, even yeah. if he didn't still play god even though sometimes i go back and forth and think perhaps he did uh retain his god status um and, and the worst of it is that like because i mean i'm i'm a gigantic dean apologist he's he's my favorite he's he's baby mm-hmm. and so like to have disrespected his character like because i mean sam's character gets disrespected as well like he gets mm-hmm. blurry wife and random kid with a stupid jumpsuit but like <laughs> but dean (laughs) no real parent ever (laughs) no yeah like it just it's it's terrible but like dean gets exactly what he spent the entire series fearing Mm -hmm. and that evolving around yeah like sam sam actually in the in the finale like kind of gets what he wanted from the beginning he gets his apple pie life. He gets his his wife, his kid. He gets like a a normal life. But Dean dies young on a stupid hunt that he shouldn't have died on, and that's what he was always so afraid of. And so it just it makes me want to fling myself into Mars. Mm-hmm. Actually, makes and me I... want to fling the showrunners yeah. into yes. Mars. <laughs> yes, I'm beyond the like. I'm like mm, I'm just angry now. Anyway, yeah. this isn't even self directed anymore. Yeah, that's a fair point. Can hard agree there. Yeah, uh, we are also big Dean apologists. We try mm-hmm. to keep it balanced on raising perdition, but it's really hard. Well, we also I'm really trying I not do. to like persuade Abby to be right. like have a favorite character. I want to see who naturally Abby's favorite character is. That's um, a like, great way mine to approach it. Is Dean Beth's is Cass, and like like Beth's excited for Cass, so we like we talk about that a lot. But I'm trying to be like who do you like like if you like sam abby that's great that's totally fine i don't want to like expect her to like dean because i like dean but i'm like it's the right answer <laughs> he's, the main, he's the main he is the main character he is the as main much character. as seasons one and two has sam main character energy mm-hmm. yeah after that it really stops it really being, shifts 
Yeah. Especially oh. when people try to be like, oh, well, Jared Padalecki's listed first in the credits. And I'm like, I don't care about that. <laughs> Who cares? He's not. No. It was always billed as a, a two. Yes. Like yeah. as, as the two of them, as the main yeah. cast. And, and it's only because the narrative ends up skewing towards like Dean more. Yeah. Yeah. Dean gets a lot of like in that way it makes me angry for Sam because Sam gets sidelined so much in the later Mm -hmm. seasons and it's a it's a damn shame because he's a great character and they just were like oh we're just gonna have you over here being sad about suffering either doing nothing yeah suffering doing nothing or just pissing me off (laughs) yeah season eight Sam I'm looking at you (laughs) we don't we don't talk about season eight Sam we don't oh, talk about weird. Amelia and the dog, or what? Not Amelia. What was her name? No, it's Amelia. It is Amelia. Amelia. Yeah. Wait a minute. She got the energy that you just were like, mm, actually, that might not be your name. <laughs> Wait, no. The only reason I'm tripped up is because we just recorded episode 420 last night. So that means that Sam ended up with someone who has the same name as Cassie. They reused yes, the name. They do. Why did they do so that? They're so dumb about that. There we're, are a million different names. So we're, we're we just obviously we're on uh, tomorrow. We're going to record three. 3x4 and there's a random character who's named Andy yes. why did they name someone Which Andy is- so shortly after Andy Gallagher died that's so, so, so unnecessary and so confusing for your viewers right who might so not remember names. his last name any of their last right. names yes right. Abby is going to so be upset many names. <laughs> Since this is a like all bets are off with spoilers, I have to I have to use this opportunity to mention the one character name that pisses me off the most because <laughs> every time I hear it, I'm like, no, why is this here? This shouldn't be here. It's freaking Amy Pond. Why the hell is there someone named Amy Pond? And, and that's also it's season eight, isn't it? It was uh, right yeah. during the the who the is that who Dean killed Super yeah. Hula. Yeah. It was right during the Super Hula, and I just era, every time which is I just got like unnecessary. It, I was like, I I don't have the brain capacity to deal with two Amy Ponds in my Super Hula life, <laughs> and it just and the fact <laughs> that she's think. played by somebody who was on Firefly, it's like a clusterfuck. It's just <laughs> way too much. It's twenty it's twenty tens media. <laughs> Right, they all shared names. They shared actors. They shared everything. Bloodlines. I'm so shocked that we made it through all 15 seasons and no one was named River Song. It's a miracle. Like I just, (laughs) I do in in the vein of kind of Chuck One and also interesting um, reusing of not character names but actors because um, in season one we get. Ty right Ty Olsen Olsen. we get Ty Olsen I was like am I wrong on his name we get Ty Olsen (laughs) in season one playing a a vampire a like reformed vampire um you know seven years before he then plays uh oh a reformed vampire vampire. no relation no relation I enjoy Ty Olsen that's fine why didn't they just like if they really wanted him like tie it in somehow right it was surely on his resume also so easy because he's so my theory and the one the only one i will accept especially given chuck like chuck if chuck is playing this narrative of course he's going to reuse characters of course he's going to bring back he's going to because he's trying to create thematic resonance oh my god christ (laughs) i don't want to do this anymore i love this this no (laughs) this is not a silly goofy time (laughs) no no this is this is the shit i'm on board with <laughs> okay, okay sorry yep yep keep going on sorry. Then i'll cry 
idea that like Benny is going by a different name, like Benny, it, you know, he has another name, like went by whatever the fuck his vampire name was in season one. I feel like it started with an E, Eli? Eli. It was yeah, Eli. That sounds right. Um, but he, that, that, you know, he goes off with the other vampires that are reformed and they're not killing anyone, but eventually someone, some other jealous, angry vampire or hunter kills him and that's how he ends up in purgatory and that 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 we what we don't see on screen is is actually them having a conversation about it in when he gets when dean gets to purgatory like he has no yes dean helps him get out of purgatory but he doesn't like it doesn't it's always seemed a bit weak of a like link that uh, no like no one else tried to help with like no one else like i I much prefer like, the idea no that the reason he trusts Dean that tried to be Dean's boyfriend while he was down there. I don't Look know. It sounds suspicious. Look at him. Also, like he just makes, has this knowledge. It makes sense that like that that would be a reason. Also, what other vampire? What other monster in there is going to trust a Winchester to help? Right. Other than <laughs> you someone literally killed who didn't kill, like someone who chose not to kill him, like yes. someone Dean sacrificing him. Anyway. Sorry, this is my brain. Benny Van. Um, it would have made so much more sense. And then it makes sense that they become boyfriends in Purgatory because, like, they have this, they have history. Yeah. Right. Um, Thank you for presenting us with the Benny one theory. And Chuck could have used it as a <laughs> Did Benny win? Did no. Benny win? His head gets stopped. Oh. <laughs> Benny. And then Leviathan. all worse work. And then Leviathan. Yeah. Whatever Benny. that is. Whatever happens to a vampire in Purgatory with Leviathan. It can't be I don't good. Know. I it can't be good. Yeah. What? Hmm. Leviathan in themselves. Maybe Benny's just... still, maybe Benny's still down there. But didn't they re- reference the, him when they go to Purgatory again and, and they're the like, trap. he's not here? What if <laughs> Which he, is what if, number what one if, episode. If he had showed up in the trap, do you know how goddamn feral I would have been. I would have been yeah. off the charts insufferable <laughs> they, for the rest of my life. What did they end up saying? He, where did they end up saying he was? What did they end up, he he said he died. The little right. guy, I think, guy. He died. Like, he just died. <laughs> just died in purgatory. Where you're already dead. From old age. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> you just died. <laughs> where do you go if you're a monster that dies in the place you go when you okay, die? So yep. many questions. Supernatural did not think this through. <laughs> That's like you have the to point of Supernatural. At some point. Like, Supernatural, at some point, we did not think it through. Where's the final resting place at some point? Right. Like, do they go to the empty? Like, right, you know? like eventually everyone ends up everyone the empty. doesn't matter empty. <laughs> everyone is empty <laughs> just it's just terrible oh no i love that little theory because like i i'm a i'm a huge believer that chuck is like constantly trying to manipulate shit particularly after Cass is introduced because i think that Cass yes. is the uh like stepping stone that like really starts to fuck shit up i think seasons one two and three are pretty much the path that chuck wants them to take maybe he has to like rewrite some things but it's pretty much what he wants and then Cass saves dean from hell and falls in love with him and it changes everything yeah Yeah. and dean can and dean like gets Cass to rebel right like dean pushes Cass on this road to rebellion and then Cass, you know has the the crack in his chassis is like irreparable from that point onwards like it's dean winchester's like sexuality crisis is going to (laughs) intensify this season (laughs) Especially because of, like, how much Dean, like, loves the idea of free will. And now there's this angel that is the embodiment of free will in the entire series. He's, like, corrupting this, actively corrupting this angel. He's like, ooh, this is working? Nice. 
great, great. I'm gonna fall in love with you now. These conversations sound like I get very overwhelmed because I'm like, (laughs) just do it. Free will. (laughs) What is it? Like I start to get, and then I'm like, don't connect this to real life, Hannah. Point though, uh, bring your own, bring your own. It's supernatural. Is like bring your own trauma. Uh huh. Religious. Just insert it; it'll fit somewhere. Yeah. yeah and like it, our our latest episode was called "Choose Your Own Rebellion," and I was really proud of that title. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Religious, um, familial trauma. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So that was all very good conversation. I'm gonna circle back to the holy circle back. Uh, I just want to circle back to this. Um. So because I know Beth also had some stuff from um. The, in my time of dying right right mm-hmm. Tessa, um, all that. with tessa yeah which i have a lot of questions about as well comes up once every three episodes <laughs> and i'm like but what did tessa say beth remind me what tessa said um but it just i like couldn't get past i think i brought it up at least 10 times when we were watching houses of the holy but like father gregory who is the priest who is killing these people or telling people to kill these people um one how like we were shocked to find out that like um priests couldn't like tell anything that happens in confession we didn't know how catholicism worked (laughs) crime wise they're like not allowed or else they'll be excommunicated from the church one of those wild one of those wild like yeah we were like this should you're like i feel like this shouldn't give you immunity like i feel like this is right questionable you like, priest and are like hi i murdered a baby like that right. should get and your priest is like some authorities right your priest just has to be like mm, you- i know that entire episode i was like i'm <laughs> so sorry if we are offending your religion yeah i just truly don't understand like please email us and help us understand but right now why, yeah why this, why this works the way it works like yeah, i don't get it it feels um, like we're protecting people who shouldn't really be protected bad people right well i mean i think that is actually probably the case yeah unfortunately yes. with a lot of religious institutions that yeah. is the case yeah mm-hmm. i mean Damn. like we said like hannah and i were raised southern baptist so it's not like it's like a, it's it's not better better but... <laughs> you're like we have different kinds of cover i was also raised like even western evangelical yeah yeah lots yeah. of the same um just yeah <laughs> wow yikes so so sorry for father gregory <laughs> yes um it would have been better for you in the end father gregory if you had just told the cops about these crimes and been excommunicated from the church because instead you die um <laughs> but like he the whole like he's like so sure that his orders are coming from god and i just think like it just makes me really sad watching because he's a he is a man who truly has a lot of faith and like we know that god in supernatural is a dick and so like he's but he's so sure that everything he's doing is like right and it is in that god did tell him to do it but it's like not and i just have so many my heart hurts for father gregory a lot i think about him a lot (laughs) really bothers me i feel like that is the case with like there's a few characters in those early seasons that are like characters of faith and you just feel for like them holding like I think even of like a character like Layla one like she's got so much just like faith that things will be okay and that you know God is ultimately like a good force Mm -hmm. and 
it is like heart-wrenching to go later on like and and to go how sinister it is like you think of like dean in that episode is you know and 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 um um what's his name the the one who's doing the healings um mm-hmm. roy. roy like roy who also i also he's also one of those characters i feel like so heartbroken for because he's being yes. manipulated by his wife but his like he's also being manipulated by chuck like mm-hmm. You yeah. know, when he says to Dean, like, God has big plans for you. Like, you have a work to do and it's not finished yet. Like, that's not something his wife is telling him to say. That's something that he believes God is telling him to say. Which he and probably like, was. Which probably is stop being a giant dick. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just, and you the, know, like, using people. Be, like, you know, I'm not really a believer. You will be. Like, most ominous line in the Forcibly. entirety of the supernatural canon. Oh, opinion. you will be. You will Forcibly. be. Like, I don't want any Forcibly part of a religion that tells me, right, like, you're gonna be. Because that's not, that's not, it doesn't feel like religion. That feels not 100% like, cult. Yeah. It feels like coercion. <laughs> yeah. Don't like um, it. Yeah. Um, and so, like, Father Gregory, also I have, like, issues with, like, how he gets to go move on yeah it's just the same thing with the ghost from roadkill and how like some people like when you burn salt and burn a ghost bones do they go to hell and if they just peacefully move on like, do they dissolve. go to heaven like what is with the lighting what, what, what's the rule what's the rule around <laughs> this and also like yeah what's the how does hmm, and then does also this? though like in that it's like in in my time of dying Tessa's like, Dean, you have to make your decision right here and now. And if you don't make the decision, you just stay in between. And so, but that like sometimes doesn't seem to be the case. No. And I just don't understand. Sometimes <laughs> why can, like, telling Dean that? Right. Right. <laughs> right. Because well, realistically, for Dean, as the character in Chuck's narrative, he can't. Like he yeah. like he I wonder doesn't... if that's like a tactic that Reapers use. Like just like the threat of you'll be stuck here. Yeah. Because it's it, a straight up lie. Yeah. <laughs> it's an easy well, I mean, they work in it's Chuck's <laughs> world. <laughs> Unfortunately. We're just living in it. We're just living in it. <laughs> just little play little little characters. Like when you're a kid and you have your little figurines and you're just mm-hmm. moving them around the Barbie house. Like yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh. Oh, Chuck's goodness. just like pulling the Dean and the cast character apart and being like, no, stop. He throws no, in stop. Sam. Throws him <laughs> in yeah. every single time. Meanwhile, like, so free will this. is in the background with the Funkos going, now kiss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all I have to say about House of the Holy, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I love that for you. There's like, there's like the imagery of like Michael and Lucifer in yes. Houses of the Holy and like point like the whole mistake of pointing the dean and saying like that's michael right like that's completely like, wild yeah <laughs> you're telling me they the sarah gamble know. long con they, right they promised us they didn't know mm. uh angels and <laughs> eric kripke didn't want angels but somehow the amount of religious imagery and symbolism in the first two seasons is that is one thing if i could ask I eric kripke anything <laughs> I would have a lot to ask, actually, but this would <laughs> yeah, be one on like... the list. Like, okay, so you were really, like, hell-bent on not having angels. But, like, why was it so infused with religion then? Like, I like, know you want to tell religion. Yeah, you you could have leaned more into, like, the urban legends and, like, the stuff like that. Like, you could have done that. That was a choice all... you had before you. But all the best episodes, like, most of the best episodes are the ones dealing with, like, christian mythology yeah and i just yeah christian or jewish mythology there was no way it was gonna go any other way (laughs) kripke 
them yeah. in your house, Grippy. <laughs> <laughs> the walls. <laughs> um, um, I also, this is maybe a little bit of a turn, but another episode um, that, that makes me feel mm, some kind of way um, with related to Chuck is Croatoan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go like, ahead. I mean, Croatoan already, like, by season five, Croatoan already feels like a super weird episode by the time we have the end. Like, mm-hmm. just that, like, three seasons earlier kind of look at what the world is if you don't play your role. Mm-hmm. Um, but that even more so once you know Chuck's Especially- involvement. Because, like, Dean says at the end of that episode, he's like, you ever just feel like there's, you know, the one that got away? And then, like, it ends up being one of the biggest fucking things they have to deal with. Absolutely mm-hmm. not the one that got away. Um, <laughs> yeah. I just, sometimes I hate this show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. So dumb. Why do I spend 90% of my life on it? Thinking about it and talking about it and theorizing about it having a whole podcast slash two podcasts about it (laughs) oh lord um yeah I also like what is Chuck's goal with Croatoan because like I know it's like the demon's plan but Chuck is in control of the demons I'm so sure of it like he's writing all of these plot lines and so I'm like okay so you have this demon sickness well I think it's that like he's I mean he's he's trying to I think that's so related to like his his manipulation of their brother's relationship like he's trying to I think push Dean and see how far will you go if you think your brother's going to become evil how far will you go and then he just keeps pushing and pushing and like we're in season four right now so mm-hmm. we're watching the episodes where we're kind of seeing like how far Ugh. they can push we just watched 421 and talked about Ugh. like that being kind of this is this is this is Dean saying you know literally saying like I guess this is my line but like Croatone is like them testing that being like what are right. you Chuck's being like what will you do what do you do I like sprinkling some demon blood and I sprinkle in some demon sickness like what happens what 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 now I think that really is a good segue into born under a bad sign when Meg Oof. is uh possessing Sam and like I don't know having all these atrocities through him and like killing people and how Dean's like it's fine it's okay. um cover your fingerprints <laughs> like yeah. Yeah. let me destroy this computer <laughs> Um, pretend this didn't happen like that's very different than how he's reacting to everything going on with sam season four right but to be fair like he feels like sam's like lying and keeping things from him otherwise when sam came to him sam i'm using in quotes he's like i just don't remember and so dean's like that's perfect deniable plausibility it's fine you're not he's evil. like you didn't make that you clearly didn't make this choice or if you did you would have had a good reason and i'm gonna trust you and your judgment which interesting choice with murder being involved right. um but you know like i don't know listen who as a who true dean apologist it's who fine the winchesters yeah, yeah. hasn't done a little murder i mean so true yeah that's a great point Elena. this is what this is what i let go this is when i'm like you know what there are other ones i might have some more questions about this one i'm like it's fine. <laughs> After we watched that episode, I we waited until Abby Joe um ended the call. And this is what happens every single time. Abby Joe leaves and then me and Hannah talks about 30 minutes more. About... You debrief. You debrief. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like what was Meg's goal? Like, was she really trying to get Don't him to know. kill Sam? Because like I feel like the demons were like, if we can get Dean to sell his soul to hell sooner, the better. But like oh, we yeah. do have a plan. 
but like we'll if we could there. get it faster that'd be great like yeah right. well, I feel like and and maybe this is an unpopular opinion I don't really know um but I feel like Meg is one of those characters who's like towards the very top of my list on like characters where the writers fumbled the bag on their motivations like yeah you, just, you she's so inconsistent mm-hmm. across the seasons and like yeah I get she's played by like a couple of different actresses but like it's just really and Jared Padalecki and Jared, Jared Padalecki <laughs> yes very true thank you he's the range, um, range. <laughs> yeah and so it's like I just I like I like her character but I yeah. never at any point feel like I understand what it is that she wants I feel like I understand her season one motivations and I understand her like when she returns motivations. I don't understand this. The born under a bad sign is the one moment where I'm like, why? I don't she understand. She locks herself why. into Sam's vessel. Like she just locks like, herself you in You really there. have that much of a grudge. Right. Like I don't buy it. Especially like, because she, but what I'm saying is like, cause you have that, but then she, the next time that we see her, she's all about this, like, oh, well, I just, you know, you've been part of my father's plan this whole time. And so it's like, if that was really the case, then why did you want Sam dead? If you knew that he was going to be the chosen one or the boy king. But maybe whatever. that was the whole, we'll rush Dean into making the deal. Yeah, I feel like higher up demons knew the overall plan. They knew that the special children was like, also special children. I can't even mm, think about them. <laughs> um, like, like the whole goal was Sam and Dean will bring the apocalypse. And I feel like higher up demons knew that like Lilith, probably Azazel, like they knew we're trying to get Lucifer back. That's the whole. Yeah, that's the long term. That's goal. the whole goal. Um, so you're saying like Meg's attempt with taking over Sam might have just been like a like a plan A to get that end, and it just didn't work out. So they're like, okay, I guess we got to go plan B. Right. Because who knows what Basil is doing? On, Maybe Basil was like, hey, go road. fuck some shit up. Yeah, I also think plan that- A, and then Meg is like, but what if we did plan Meg? <laughs> I mean, yes, he, he's like uh, i Jamie, love you my dear daughter go do whatever you want it's very care. the good place and he's like all the demons are just like i have a plan and he's just like okay give it a go um i don't know if y'all he's like, good he's place. like oh yeah okay he's like you know what worst case scenario i just snap my fingers and we just do something exactly we just, try it. We just reset new. the we just reset the stage yeah exactly i do think that like i've always sort of seen meg as like she works for people but she is really working for herself like that's Meg is is in it for whatever she is currently in it for which I feel like is my way of maybe like understanding her motivations when they do seem to change because I'm like she doesn't care who she's aligned with she just wants she's just looking for what's in it for me what's the benefit to me how do I get out of this alive and on top right and so her fucking shit up with Sam being like being like who knows maybe i'll get dean to kill him and like that'll be fun right. slash they'll be out of my hair slash we'll just move this pod alone i'm so bored with it like let's just <laughs> keep going please because i feel like i feel like if sam had died pretty much at any time that we've seen him he would have sold his soul once he knew about demon deals at any time if any time after yeah two oh two oh eight yeah i feel like no matter what that's it was gonna happen going. and he's um, probably gonna figure it out even if it's before to it he's probably gonna figure it out mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah so but it had to be more of like um, a supernatural thing like 
he dies in a car crash like he still might but like it's a little less likely if it's like just a random accident so they couldn't just push sam off a bridge or something (laughs) (laughs) they're like we gotta be sure into a piece of rebar you know (laughs) (laughs) oh too soon elena too soon that's also like off, very off topic but in um our podcast there was, was an episode born under a bad sign yeah he and abby was like, he goes into the water and abby or uh, dean does and abby's like oh, imagine that he dies from like a shark attack it's not even anything supernatural and we're like mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like that would be so silly wouldn't that die wouldn't, wouldn't that, that be like a terrible suck. terrible death wouldn't what you be really be, mad wouldn't you be super silly if we like killed him by tetanus like that just <laughs> seems like it would be such a cute would plan it, wouldn't that be what if crazy? it wasn't supernatural at all what if what if what if chuck wins but it's not a supernatural thing at all it's just yeah. what if like, it's literally misplaced he metal. Down stairs? <laughs> i just like can't wait not i can't wait for the finale <laughs> but i can't wait i can't wait to be like abby so remember the shark attack she's not gonna remember <laughs> no no, no but in in seven years when you get to the finale <laughs> exactly yeah like a long long time ago you joked about dean dying in a not supernatural way and we were like that's so (laughs) funny abby that has dealt a psychic damage we've been dealing with ever since we've had to we've had to hold that by ourselves we couldn't tell you about it at at the end of the episode you present her with your therapy bills yeah (laughs) the last several years exactly oh man this is jumping way ahead it has nothing to do with season one too but like going through season 15 with her yeah is going to hurt so I don't want to do it I don't want to do season 15 with Noah I just I'm like you know what like I just, I... just binge it Abby binge it all and we'll yeah. talk about it collectively we'll talk about all of season 15 as one episode yeah and it might be a long one but we'll do but... a special episode for the trap <laughs> right because right, that's my personality that gets, it's, own, that gets its own episode everything else is season 15 is one episode and then the trap is its own episode yeah beth and i have talked for like an hour on raising winchesters about the trap so we could, we could talk so oh, long yeah. about that yeah um <laughs> Please, please send me the link to that episode. <laughs> I don't even remember which one, but, you know. I'm sure I know it's, it's, it's the parallel one to our one where we talked about all the Destiel parallels. Yeah. Okay. The yeah. parallel episode to that. Reflection. I think it was that one. I don't know, but yeah. One of them. The one that had all the Destiel parallels. Which, mm, that doesn't narrow it down. The one that had <laughs> all the Destiel parallels. <laughs> so it emphasis on all. So the entire winchester show <laughs> no we know which it's one i'm like talking chuck, about being chuck one theory like mm-hmm. when you think about like that like mm, that's even further from seasons one and two but like it's fine it's it just one episode <laughs> winchester's also being about like telling the narrative that we know is being manipulated mm-hmm. by the angels like i i feel like sometimes i'm watching winchester's and i do not know what to trust about who and how they are telling this story mm-hmm. because of how much we know is happening behind the scenes to like which right. I think is like my one thing with Chuck one is like I still because I've heard people be like oh I don't like it because it means like nothing they ever did was ever a free one I was like no 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 I don't think this is like no, Chuck no, 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 is no. deciding every line that everyone says I think Chuck is like going this is the direction I want this is the story I, this is the push this is these are the themes this is the narrative and there are always, and there have always been, like, characters that take free will and, like, characters that fuck up the narrative because they won't play by the rules. 
And I don't know. I think that like feeling of helplessness like that Dean gets at the end of season 15 when he's going like none of like nothing we've ever decided in our entire lives is real. Um, And it's super hard. It's actually one of like the worst. I think it's one of the worst moments in the show for me personally, because I'm like, I also felt I remember watching it and being like, I also like am now questioning 15 seasons of story. Right. And if any of it was real. Um, which I can't do for too long, or I feel very cool and fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, because like, listeners, you can't see, but August is holding up a peace sign. <laughs> so cool, so fine. <laughs> so fabulous. <laughs> well, I mean, because, and this is where I think it, it gets to the point where, like, supernatural fans, and like, I mean, fans of anything really, like, you have a category of fan who connect to it so closely that it's it's a significant part of your worldview. And, like, not for nothing, but, like, when you were just sitting there describing, like, you know, that you think that, like, in especially in the approach to the show, that, like, they have all, like, it's all laid out for them, but they still are making their own choices. Like, literally, that's actually what I believe. As a, as a person outside of fandom, I believe that, like, not to get into, like, deeply personal stuff, but, like, that's how I think it works. I think that there's definitely a plan but I think that we determine that plan. And so when you see a show like Supernatural that's that's giving you that narrative that you're like, yes, this is like, I connect with this. I, I, this is how I see the world. And then that show goes, yeah, that's fucked. Yeah. None it of it just, ever mattered. None of your choices it, of, actually ever mattered. It's really soul crushing. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It's really hard to deal with. And I think that's why we've, as, as you said, so much psychic damage has been dealt to the poor fans of this show. Because we put so much into that, and and then the writers yeah. and executives which is also said no. why we have clutched onto it so hard after the yeah. show has ended. Yeah, because yeah. we're like, no, it's well, not. Over. You don't get to yes. hurt me, and then just like end <laughs> like that. No, and then be like, actually, it was, and be like, actually, it's fine. This is what we've been telling you we're gonna do for fifteen years. No, yeah. no, 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 it was no, 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 I, no. This is a tragedy. But I am waiting for my happy ending. Yeah, right. somewhere. Jensen Ackles, I'm looking at you. <laughs> Jensen, we have to address listening. Jensen at least once for us, just in case. <laughs> yeah, you never know. He, he really, I know he, he does. really went into the mountains and said, "I'm going to write fanfic and get the CW to produce it." And I Good just appreciate him. that energy. Good for thank, him. Thank you, Jensen. <laughs> thank you for uh, your service. <laughs> God, I cannot fathom him listening to us. Oh my God. I, that, I, the thing is, I, I couldn't say anything during that entire bit you were doing because I was thinking about that <laughs> and and, de- and dealing myself psychic damage. Like, yeah. like, just keep your like, mouth actually, shut. I did I'm done podcasting, actually. This is my last one. I'm walking away. Oh my away God, from don't. The oh, that just made me so sad to hear that sentence, even though I know it's oh, not no, true. Um, <laughs> you know, in, um, no, I think it was in our true. last episode of raising perdition um well that we recorded so like three three x three everybody um someone accidentally said like we're in episode this um and so we were joking as if like probably abby yeah we were like hired to be in supernatural and i was like i would say no and beth was like you would tell jensen ackles no and i was like about this i would say absolutely not yeah no there's so many things i would not say no to from jensen ackles that's not one of the things being that's my line yeah that is the yeah any truly anything else sure absolutely (laughs) that specifically absolutely not 
<laughs> Same. Um, I just love that for you. I have some note here, Hannah. You'll have to try okay. to help me. Um, about the gin episode. Oh. Where- and like the godlike powers that the djinn have yeah. and giving Dean this like false world that he seems to be happy in, but everything's not actually happy. And how that, that is so really... far up on the list of episodes that I'm totally normal about. <laughs> in quotes, everybody. Totally and like normal. the way it brings in like the lighting shift that we get at the end of the series where heaven has a lighting shift. And and he's like, drinking El Sol beer, but we've never seen the man drink in real life. Mm-hmm. Like, wait just... a second. Yeah. <laughs> I. One of my wait favorite fixits. One of my favorite fixits is a gin is a, it like uses the gin and goes like, yeah. It anyway. I can't. I I won't describe exactly how it does it, but he uses the. What's the it gin. called? Um, I can find it. Drop the link, bestie. I I will find it and I will send it. I will okay. look in my Fenfix spreadsheet and I will find it. Okay, thank you. I was like, you can oh, just drop it. Okay. Yeah, okay, everything all right? No, you're you're down in the corner of my screen and you're freaking out. The El Sol beer just, just fucked you up. You're not you're not doing the, good. The lighting change and the El Sol oh, beer together. Yeah. It was the connection of those two. Yeah, I, just, had, I had never made that connection. And oh, now, I'm like, so you know sorry how, like, to have Google, that product. <laughs> you know when like Google Chrome fails and it gives you the little like T Rex little guy. Mm-hmm. That's that's what's that's happening. You, in you just keep running into the cactus. You have to keep starting yeah, over. It's like what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Um, wasn't yeah. prepared for that revelation today particularly because like in the beautiful room we have the lighting change they're giving him elso beer in the little ice oh thing. my god like what are you hmm? okay. i am unwell and so i'm i'm noticing a pattern right mm-hmm. perhaps it's the neurodivergence <laughs> in me but i'm noticing a pattern yeah well something so specific mm-hmm. all the way in season two mm-hmm. and then also throughout season, yeah season four and i know in the godforsaken finale mm-hmm. like, like that feels so purposeful mm-hmm. it i don't see how it could not be purposeful um which then like yeah just so i have no answers but so many questions like <laughs> Which is how I feel about Supernatural. In, in general, general. yeah. <laughs> uh, uh. Yeah, I might be recovering from that one for the next four yeah. business Yeah, and there might, there might be no commentary on that. We just want to point it out. <laughs> <laughs> and it is relevant to this episode because the first one is in season two. It's true, so, yeah, it is yeah. relevant. Um, yeah. Also, like, this idea that, like, Dean starts to feel, like, uneasy because, like, his life is too perfect, but, like, things don't, like, once he starts digging, things aren't perfect, like, Sam and mm-hmm. him don't get along, slash, and, maybe in the finale, Sam's not there, like, you know. And, like, like things are, yeah, like, things are, like, the quote-unquote, like, this is the good story, this is the good story, but, like, key right. things that make him Dean aren't right. Mm-hmm. Like, right. He's, yeah. in, he's not hunting and he's most like crucially yeah he's not doesn't have a relationship with sam and even the like really heteronormative compulsory Mm -hmm. heterosexuality relationship that he has that is like the idea of like what he should want Mm -hmm. you know 
as opposed to, you know, and then, you know, you take away his, like, love interest in the third to last episode. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You go, you can't have that. That's not what we wrote you to want. Right. Mm -hmm. And then placating him, be like, oh, that person helped. Mm-hmm. But he just yeah. doesn't want to see you. <laughs> but did yeah. he mention there's a pie festival? Like, I just... <laughs> Oh, why did they think festival. we wanted that? that? Okay, this is my. I, I would love to see Dean Winchester at a pie festival. I yeah, would with any other ones. ones in any other episode or with Cass in that episode. Yes, yes. yeah. In li- in literally any other context, would I love this? Mm-hmm. The the bar was so low, and they still tripped over it. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, did... over it and then started digging to mm-hmm. see if they could go. It's under like it. that yeah that protest sign meme where it was like our expectations are <laughs> yeah. low, but holy fuck! Like, yes. just... <laughs> Gosh. Yeah, like yeah, really. Listen, sometimes I really do wish that I had found supernatural like in my teen days. Like had you know, 2011, 2012, I wish sometimes that I had found it. Maybe I would have had some comfort from it or friends, but then other times I'm like, man, it's, I'm so glad I binged this all in 2021. Can you imagine if we had like for the past 10 years, like I know August has, but like had this just like in our heads, I was already not a great person to be around. Literally. My supernatural <laughs> fan anniversary was like is literally like this week. Mm. Oh, wow. Like this week. Congratulations. The, uh what would that be? 12 years ago? Yeah. Mm. Is oh. when I got into supernatural. See, <laughs> like, there's something about getting into supernatural when your brain is not finished developing. Yeah. Um, yeah. It changes like, you as a human, let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, like I managed to leave the fandom for like multiple years and you would not know that by everything about me now <laughs> like <laughs> gestures when you really can't get out you really like i it will drag you back it will drag you back it will come for you and it will drag you back with the promise of uh, who knows did you come back after it was over or after during confession after, i thought so I thought so. (laughs) My best friend calls, my best friend calls me, who never calls me because we live in different countries, and calls me and is just like, and like the first thing out of her mouth, and I'm worried she's going to be like, I'm in the hospital. Like, Like, why are you calling me? And I'm like, why are you calling me? Like, with no warning. Um, And she's like, CO and Canon. And I'm like, I haven't thought about Supernatural in like a couple of years. And and then it was all, it was all over all over I didn't watch the finale live I like but I was following I started following everything at that point and then very quickly after that I decided to to like start where I had stopped watching which was about at season I'd finished season nine so I started then I started watching and I watched 10 through 15 in like the space of a couple of weeks yeah um I watched or the like finale 10 through 15 18 in a couple of weeks and then it took me like two or three more months before I could bring myself to watch the finale because I knew what was going to happen and I okay like, you you, spo- I you, you knew the spoilers and oh you knew yeah that it was yeah. oh I knew I knew when it happened because I had started to follow after the confession and then mm-hmm. obviously I was like brutally destroyed two weeks <laughs> later um, yeah. I was like wow there's so much hope wow they actually did it and then it was like and actually you thought <laughs> Can I can I just provide the perspective of someone who had that hope and was like deep in it for like two straight weeks and then watched the finale live? Sounds like hell. Drank about 
three quarters a bottle of bourbon in a span of a night oh, uh, stayed up all night and wrote a fix it fic that if you <laughs> look for at, you if you look at ao3 my ao3 account there is a fix it fic that was posted at like 9 a.m the night after the finale i love because that that's what i did <laughs> Such a... how yeah. many fix it fix do you think popped up that next oh, God. Like, day it, oh, was the, it was the many. day of a thousand fix let me tell you it was insane at, like I... but really that two-week period like i thought we won like yeah. I was oh, convinced. I that's, sat down oh. to watch that finale, convinced that they were gonna go get Cass, and then I got that. Which, wh- how hard would it have been for us Easy. to just go snatch him up? It would have been a five-minute scene. It would have been so easy. Yeah, but Seems then they'd like have to have queer can... people on their show. <laughs> then they'd have to like have Dean and Cass talk about the fact that they had had a queer love confession, and they couldn't just like pretend it didn't happen. Right. Um, and be like, yeah, Dean's totally fine. He's eating pie. Um, he's totally uh-huh. fine. You can tell. You can tell he's fine because he's eating pie, and he's not at all making reckless decisions about his life and safety. No, Mm-mm. he's not easily dodging, um, or not dodging uh, rebar. Hashtag and old Jensen barn. Release the tapes. Jensen. Jensen. Hey Jensen. Hey Jensen. Hey Jensen. Jensen I know you're here. If you're here. Hey, honey. Oh, August has decided to actually talk oh, to I, I, immedi- I immediately regretted it. Now it came listening. out of my mouth and I was like, actually, no. He's listening nope. now. He said, oh, oh, August. 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 Oh. Oh. oh, no. Hard pass on that idea <laughs> and concept. I don't want to think about that. That's fine. Um, <laughs> Do you have other things? Have you looked at the Abby note, Hannah? Uh, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. I think there's a couple things you put um well there's one of course ruby and sam meeting and he's like who the hell are you and she's like i'm the girl who just saved your ass um the parallel parallel yeah i'm the one who gripped Mm -hmm. the titan um yeah I can't with the Ruby cast parallel. Oh mm. my God. Yeah. We, we're doing season four. Like we're almost done. We're, we're one more episode to record season four. And it is like really, this is like one of the first times I've rewatched all of season four like this intensely in mm-hmm. a long time. And with those parallels, it's just like, it slams in you in the face. Every episode, there's like a, a Dean and Cass and Cass questioning free will and like, should he make his own choices and then it's like shoot cut to parallel of sam and ruby and sam questioning should he like go the dark side to like stop love and you're like and then it's like back to dean and cats and like you're like well, right. that's why season right. eight, in the clown car driving to and fro yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's season eight too because uh, you've got the whole ooh. thing with amelia being <laughs> almost like every sam love interest since season yeah like four. Sa- yeah sam is constantly having his love interest paralleled and it, it oh, You're like so no but Dean just stopped having love interests in season by you know season six Dean just kind of stopped having love interests which is super See, I wonder why that was. weird not interested in anyone it, anymore turns out we're just gonna par- parallel him conveniently but not he'll hook up occasionally and then could be completely will, done by season 12 yeah <laughs> we'll we'll remind you every so often ladies man demon just problematic porn magazines yeah we'll, i hate we yeah. went over the trickster episode and I was so disappointed in it. Yeah. I it's yeah. deeply it disappointing. It's because yeah. like when I like I did watch that show with much more like 
nuance, like, you know, in the year 2021. But I feel like because I watched them so quickly back to back that it didn't register properly. Yeah, so yeah you're not thinking about it. it apart. And I was like, holy shit, this is problematic. Mm-hmm. This isn't yeah. fun and goofy. Yeah. No, the jokes are not good. No. And, and like the fact that busty Asian beauties comes from that episode. I'm like, you're like, damn, oh, it. damn it. Just, I feel like the, yeah. The rich Which, may deserve yeah. better. Yes. I, on the note of like Dean and like romantic entanglements, like I also think that is an interesting thing to look at with like the Chuck One lens because you go like, why do you, we once in a while in like seasons like six through or like seven through 12, you every once in a while have him like hook up with someone random or like make a porn magazine joke or something that usually always feels like really out of character and really forced. Mm-hmm, and yeah. I'm like, the truck interference piece mm-hmm. is like the only way I can interpret that as normal, yeah. wildly right. out of because, character. Because the writers chose to align themselves with a character. Like that was an incredibly wild choice to make and to make, to turn this character into themselves. And so yeah. like, then you have Chuck writing this random shit and then being like, I'm, you know, a, a good writer. Like, and it just well, makes you think of the actual writers of Supernatural. Like that's. Well, it's one of those things where like, uh, we were talking earlier about like watching the pilot and then the finale, like you have in the the pilot, no chick flick moments, but like that completely gets undone when you get to season 12 and Dean is about to die. And he, he says that again and Sam hugs him and just goes, you know, dude, you love chick flicks. And he's like, you're right. I do. And that's gross. That moment yes. feels like Dean. That feels like Dean Winchester existing as he is, being like, listen, you know, we're going to be like Thelma and Louise and sail off the cliff together. Like, you watch Thelma and Louise, Dean, you love it. And you're implying that you're about to kiss your girlfriend. But, like, it's fine. Whatever. It's a whole thing. (laughs) Yeah. And going back to, like, the Sam uh, Ruby parallel versus, like, Dean Cass and how... I, I, I tend to sometimes think of Destiel in like a later seasons lens because I mm-hmm. I prefer like the more outright like we were queer very, coding very lovey basically husbands already yeah we were queer coding as well as queer baiting yes um, but then when you go back to like season four and five and how heavily that was like implied like from the beginning it they chose so- to do this. And that's oh, yeah. insane. <laughs> there were a handful of episodes into Cass's arc, like barely. They were like two or three episodes into Cass's arc, and he was mm-hmm. already being like, "Yeah, I've never questioned anything, but I'm questioning everything now." Because how interesting. I wonder what that reason is. <laughs> like, it and could the fact be that because they... he likes you. Like, yeah. <laughs> and the oh, fact yeah. that they chose to swap Cass and Anna's storylines mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. people liked Misha Collins, they liked Castiel as a character, and that has a lot of implications. And I. I don't, yeah. I cannot believe people don't like, like canon is canon. If you only want to see what's in the show, that's fine. But like to just understand that like Dean and Anna have sex in her second episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they switched yeah. Cass and Anna's storyline. Casual, just casually. Just casual they were like, switch. And suddenly her and Dean go from like having some chemistry, kind of weird chemistry, but kind of some chemistry. And then like, they don't anymore after that point. They sleep together, they switch their arcs, and then they're like, actually, there's no, there's nothing there Well, maybe that's because when she goes to put her hand on On Cass's spot, what the? 
tell them and he that. has this realization that this feels wrong this there should not be her hand here this should be somebody else's hand and that's when <laughs> he has his i was gonna say come to jesus moment then i realized the implications of that sentence but it's fine <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh no yeah so like anna puts her <laughs> hand on there it's bringing Cass into the sex scene he, they have Cass re- reacting to anna kissing him why Always. like right. like cut shot to Cass. why why are we cutting to Cass? why are we that why are we i think Cass? it's on uh driver picks the podcast where jamie and beth like constantly like it's the Cass reaction so like we just gotta get <laughs> Cass's reaction constantly right well, mostly and- to what dean but never to what sam does no. just to what dean does it's just well the silly goofy thing we do because <laughs> they did it too we just uh for queering things we just watched um for 19 or no 420 uh the one where uh cast is like jimmy and everything and in that episode there's a there's an opposite thing where you have this shot of like jimmy at, in the car like you know kneeling next to her and like being all tender with her or whatever and like having this moment with his wife and then it just cuts to dean looking disgruntled as fuck cuts back to them cuts back to dean and i'm just like why willikers why? i wonder what could be implied by this editing choice why no, but actually we're all crazy and delusional yeah yeah it's not it's not there no it's not there at all we are reading into it way also like not only do they they don't just cut to the actors the actors are making they have faces that are telling you to feel they're acting as well yeah they're doing their jobs and so you're like oh we're looking at Cass. oh he is reacting to the fact that hannah and zine are kidding they that's her name right i thought you said Anna, your own name. <laughs> and no. I was like, what did I say wrong? Uh, <laughs> He's reacting to the fact that Hannah and Dean are kissing. <laughs> and it's just so ideal scenario. <laughs> kissing Dean? And then Cass being there. And Cass being mad about it? Absolutely not, not mad. Because <laughs> <laughs> remember, he wasn't mad. We're delusional. Well, we're delusional. Yeah. Yes, His he face no, tells he has us no otherwise. Feelings. He's an, he he has has no angel. He has no feelings. I hate that. We also like, yeah. with, with watching <laughs> yeah. the end of like four, like 421 and like Cass, you know, gets taken by the angels and rehabilitated, like, I always forget that that happens in season four as well as in season, like we think about it so much, we talk about it so much in the fandom about season eight and like yep. Naomi, but like mm-hmm. this happens really early in his arc. They've been like trying mm-hmm. to reset cast to factory settings. Constantly. And it's never <laughs> worked. We've seen him. And, and, Dean, it's like, and then Dean interacts, Dean's the like, Dean interacts with him and it's mm-hmm. like, mm, there's the codes gone again. Like, <laughs> Dean Winchester, it really, like someone in like the Naomi's like department, it's like, is he really necessary? Do we need to keep Dean around because he's really fucking up Cass's Cody. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, oh no, it's They fine. keep trying to Winter Soldier program him and it just doesn't it does fucking work. work. Falls apart. And like, I feel like people forget about that early seasons mm-hmm. reprogramming, like you yep. said. Um, it's something we'll have to remember to like remind I Abby because she's, she's going to forget. Um, oh. mm. Man, Supernatural. What a show. <laughs> what are these what a parallels? <laughs> what a show. Um, do you guys have anything else about seasons one or two? <laughs> I have questions from Abby if we don't. Okay. Yeah. I don't have anything. But I go think for it. I at the beginning, if y'all noticed, like when at the very beginning, um, I was laughing really hard. It was at Abby's questions. <laughs> so Abby, great. When you finally listen to this one day, maybe we're <laughs> just gonna make fun not. of you. When the show is totally done and you know all. 
Yeah. yeah. Um, everybody listening right now, this is probably at least on my part going to be like 10 minutes of just making fun of Abby because she doesn't know anything. It's not her fault. <laughs> oh, um, it's the most, it's the, it's she's a sweet the summer way. child. <laughs> the way you do with all the newbies is you make fun of them in yeah. venues on episodes that they can't listen to exactly. uh, for at least five or six years. Mm-hmm. So no consequences for you but you know exactly she's my sister I love her so much it's hilarious these these questions were just making me laugh really hard because I was like these are just like things that for us are so obvious but for her oh great oh brand new concept rapid fire okay her first thing it's not even a question I am confused as to how this ruby girl is going to be able to do something and work around the demon deal Mm -hmm. bless she's confused yep yeah how is ruby gonna work around that demon yeah, deal seemed like an unlikely scenario yeah no. i really want abby to start like being like no they're gonna save dean because she hasn't really leaned far into that yet no and she's so like I he's really- dying <laughs> right that's pretty much what noah that's pretty much what i think no that's what both noah and jamie did as well they were both like we know enough he's, he's gotta be like, he's gotta be dying anything so i know I, I really think well, she has like, potential she she to the really of like yeah. Believing he's going to be saved at the last. Oh, that's going to be. That's I, cruel. It's that's cruel, cruel. I want it to happen. <laughs> you want to devastate mean. her with that season three finale? You're so mean. Because so yeah. I remember so feeling mean. that. Like, I thought for sure they. And I think that that was one of the, like, one of the first moments of, like, falling in love with Supernatural was when I was like, oh, they actually fucking did it. Like, they're. That's not what. What do you mean they sent the main character to hell? Yeah. Right. Also, like, he stays dead at the end of the episode. Because, like, unlike Sam. Sam by the end of the episode left. Right. You had a whole helatus. The first helatus. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Like, that's what, and that's what Abby, um, when Sam died, she was like, well, he can't be dead. He's just unconscious because it's only season two. And I was like. (laughs) Even so then, like after he was stabbed in Dean's arms, like he was she like, was still like probably just up, like so passed just, out. Yeah. Right. You're just like, you're like, just like obviously not dead. Right. I'm pretty, yeah. Yeah. So then, and then he was on the table or the mattress yeah. or whatever. And we Abby looked at him. I was like, okay, so, maybe he is dead. And so I was like, gone. so Hilarious. maybe something important about Supernatural <laughs> is that people can die and they can come back. Maybe, maybe like we're seeing that right now, that there is maybe always going to be some way. Maybe there's this is an important concept yeah. that you're gonna need to keep that know. locked in. You so know? maybe yeah. I ruined Abby's. I mean, Beth's like hope for Abby to be like they're gonna save Dean by saying that because she's like, well, he's gonna die, <laughs> he's gonna and die then because... that somehow he's gonna come back. <laughs> but she doesn't uh, at all also, know how he comes back. Um, when we did talk, when we talked about Houses of the Holy, she was like, "Is this when the angels are introduced?" Like she's like, "I know that Cass comes in season four because Beth will never shut up about it." But like, is he the first angel? I don't know. And she's also she's that's like, also when she was like are there awful. like other angels is there like <laughs> god and she's oh, like, she's like <laughs> she, yeah she has no idea she, that's like, very oh, pure of her it's, it she's is like, and maybe it's, like, for us. Pass. it's so great for us um how do y'all yeah. keep your composure every week i don't <laughs> i will say so. in like season one when we didn't know what killed mary yet beth at one point said the demon and abby was just <laughs> like abby was just didn't even notice she's just like mm. <laughs> So mostly oh, iconic. I know. Um, I mean, Beth drops this massive sport and just walks away. And I was just like, and Abby misses it entirely. I think I missed it too. You like did. I didn't even know. I, I told Hannah's you just like I was sweating. Open my big yeah. mouth. Yeah, I'm like, Beth, don't say anymore. 
um, yeah that's... afterwards I was like you said demon you did say I was just like, like waving a red flag frantically yeah. in the there's <laughs> so many details that you like I genuinely forget when things get revealed like all the, there's so many yeah. details that I will like getting real close to saying like I will like be halfway through a sentence and then I'll be like crap mm, we gotta rework this because we gotta I- find a way to make this about something else that's <laughs> not a spoiler Abby's next thing and this is something she was very concerned about when it came up also maybe dive into the antichrist comment because that is insane she said <laughs> right and she Ruben was calls him oh man he was so like the okay. antichrist that's a really big statement <laughs> we were like mm-hmm. that's such a big statement you know what's <laughs> even more him being lucifer <laughs> yeah <laughs> being the devil <laughs> That's what I thought when they said the Antichrist statement the first time, though. I was like, so he is Lucifer. That's the only yeah. thing I can that's, like. I mean, that's what that, like, being raised religious will do with you, is you're uh, like, yeah. whoa, Which whoa, whoa. Abby I know what has... the Antichrist means. I yeah. know what that means. Yeah. Exactly. I know what that shit means. <laughs> that's yeah. not good. That's <laughs> not good. that. That's the opposite yeah. of Christ. Yeah, so she was really... <laughs> Anna. Thank you. She was really upset about that. Um, the opposite of Christ. She also said, Please also call this episode that. What our old podcast could be called. Oh, Lord. Um, she said, also, does the demon blood in Sam mean he's part demon? Oh, honey. Gee, I wonder. Oh, and honey. she's only seen the one drop. Like, and that's all she knows. <laughs> Oh, that's good. She's gonna oh. flip her shit she when she season four. Season four is going to be a ride it for is. Abby. I am so excited. So excited. Because like the show the- gets crazier and crazier. Also, if board. she's attached to Sam, which these questions are leading me to believe she's getting attached to Sam, season four is gonna be a trip. She's yeah. she a little Sam coded. She's very know? Sam coded, yeah. <laughs> So, it's gonna oh season four is gonna be painful i can't wait and like she loves <laughs> dean i feel like dean is probably her favorite character just like the way she's talked about it but she is always like paying attention to sam yeah. like more so she does heavily criticize him though the worst things we have oh. ever said about sam have come out of abby joe's mouth. yeah and that's we so think season four field day yeah, yeah. We she's think it's because be she's so Sam coded that she's like, I can just shit all over him because I would do it to myself. <laughs> she's hard on. She's harder on him. Yeah, yeah. And she's, she's thinking like, it's fair. Her. Yeah. Everyone That's doesn't fair. see it that way, Abby. <laughs> right, there's some people who are really passionate about this. Who might yeah. be a little offended. There's some people who will blow up our mentions for weeks and weeks for yeah. no reason. We have not gotten. I mean, maybe they're sending them to Law Boy at Stanford. <laughs> if so, they're. Oh, I hope so. I hope so. That poor whoever it is. I hope so. Abby had one more question. Okay, and it's three in questions and one. Oh, um, four actually. Why is Mary so secretive? How did she know yellow eyes? What if, what happened? <laughs> sorry, what the fuck happened to her friends? Affair? Question mark, question mark, question mark, question oh. mark. Affair. <laughs> Affair. Um, so why is Mary so secretive? Just in general? That, that's All of our questions. I every single one of these questions is going to be answered in season four. <laughs> every one of these questions. I don't know what part of mary we've seen so far though that she's like why is mary so secretive because we've seen so little of mary yeah i guess it's purely just knowing well, the demon it's that's the a, only that's, thing that is sparking her yeah uh, that's well, a, also in home when she apologizes yeah. to sam Man, she's and that, we still thinking about that 
She's pulling Joe's ponytail. That's impressive. That is Abby Joe's Father Gregory. She's pulled. I think she said that that's her favorite episode in season one. So it really has. She actually has maybe pulled from those two pieces of information. Wow. Yeah. And then her next one was How Does She Know Yellow Eyes, which we all obviously know. Um, that's gonna be fun reveal yeah when when Can't does that wait till y'all get happen? there 403 403 okay. so we have a season um what the fuck happened to her friends did she just mean like her friends in general uh, <laughs> so we just saw ruby, yeah sorry ruby comes to sam and is like go do research on her friends oh, oh, and oh, her yeah. family okay, yeah, yeah. okay that's i forgot about that reference that yeah also, I could not help but think of like Carlos oh, and yeah. when that it's, when I watched that because I was it's like, it's a problem that we now know some of their friends, right? Like they never say Carlos and Monta, so I'm and trying do to stay in my Sam contacts. They... Sam contacts a hunter named Carlos. Yep, in the later seasons and an episode in written by Robbie. I am choosing to believe mm-hmm. that that is. The Carlos has yeah. to survive. Carlos it, is it, the one hunter that lives till he's freaking ninety nine. It was difficult though of Sam like watching the montage of Sam being like, Hi, I'm calling about this person's death. And like it's just like all these people that are Mary's friends. And I'm just like You're like, oh no. We care about Mary's friends now. <laughs> yeah. Mary's friends are very important to us. Um, and then I don't know why she asked a fair. <laughs> like is she thinking that yellow eyes? <laughs> question mark, question mark. Was in the vessel of someone. <laughs> I, yeah so actually no i think you're so right that's what it is i think, I think well, she's asking if sam is part demon and so she's, she's a- like asking if- <laughs> sam's not john sam is a zazel's baby <laughs> <laughs> oh we're gonna have to try to prompt her to say that yes yeah. you need to ask more questions of her about right that. maybe next episode we're like hey we just you know filmed our little silly goofy spoiler recap recap that's not what we did um <laughs> there was no recapping yeah if you, if you need a recap just listen to our normal recap because we right. we didn't recap anything this, we, we talked 25 percent about season one and two maybe listen, not maybe to quote the show itself but we're making it up as we go <laughs> yeah but so you you had these questions and we can't obviously answer them but can you like explain your reasoning behind them Mm-hmm. I hope that's what she says because I can't I, I can't figure so out bad. why else she thinks affair if it's not Question that she mark. thinks Sam is the child of a demon <laughs> which would be honestly which, so funny honestly isn't that how we got the antichrist anyways yeah. like didn't the demon have a baby so like she's really close but so far <laughs> you're like we are going to get there just it's gonna be a while yeah. not quite and it's gonna be one episode and we're never gonna it's talk not about gonna it matter again. at all and then we're gonna have another one that's kind of also that because it's going to be literally Lucifer's baby but right. that's also not that one's not the antichrist that's just right that because one's, that one's, that one's gonna become god we yeah that him. one's not a demon's kid technically it's an angel's kid yeah yeah <laughs> oh right thank you everyone for listening we are sending our co-hosts and our guest hosts out on an existential crisis <laughs> and you too i it's, hope yeah, I hope you're. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If we're feeling like this, I hope everybody's feeling like this. Yeah, <laughs> they just roller coaster of everything if that we you, talked about. If you want to bill us your therapy bills, no, you don't. <laughs> I, I don't. I can't we, afford my own. Exactly. Um, yeah. That. <laughs> yep. Truly, we all no. need to be banned together them from, to send them to the CW. Yes, just yes. forward them to mm-hmm. us, and we will forward them on to 
um jensen ackles at the cw yeah yeah, yeah. eric kripke yeah all the all the show runners yeah. <laughs> yeah. um truly though thank you august and elena for guest hosting with us it's been really fun yeah. yes. thank um, you for having us they it's do. truly just sorry it's just been talking <laughs> to friends like we yes, are just yeah. happened to be recording yeah and we're this gonna post so, it yeah so fun so um love this enjoyed um, every moment thank you listener for sitting through this hopefully you've had a silly goofy fun time as well um august elena would you like to tell people where they can find you yes well you go first you can... <laughs> okay well, you can find our show that we co-host on. Um, it's called Saving People Clearing Things, and our website is Clearing Things. Um, wow, can I clearingthingspodcast.com? Wow, I say this uh, weekly. <laughs> Let me try that again. Our website is clearingthingspodcast.com, and we got social media and all that. And my uh, personal fandom social media is um, at Astral Spock. And uh, yes, Queering Things Podcast for the show. Um, I'm going to also take the moment to shamelessly plug Wayward Parents, which we're also both a part of. Um, And if you, if you like gay pirates, we do a show called Find Things Well about our flag means death. And it's a lot of fun. Um, And then for my personal stuff, I'm Elena May on Twitter. I'm chronically on Twitter. uh, And I'm Elena Musings on Instagram and Desti Elena on TikTok. And also, do you want to talk about your book? Oh, sure. Um, yeah, I wrote, I wrote a book. I wrote a couple books. Um, but I have one in particular that came out in November. Uh, it's called Still the Stars. It is a queer YA fantasy novel in verse. Uh, so if you like young adult novels with lots of queer handholding and starry space adventures, then you should check it out. It's a good time. Yeah. Sorry, it's very, it's a very beautiful. I'm so cute. I'm so hard to keep it together, but I'm like, this cat tried to open the door. She's cat so cute too. Cat tried to open the door. <laughs> I, like, I almost was like, my out. book is about a cat trying to open a door. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Calico cat. <laughs> very fluffy. She's yeah. so cute. I love her so She's much. Trying to covertly be like, mm, I'm gonna open this door very quietly. She said, "Okay, go. you're done. <laughs> I to need go. to be let." She's like, "I can hear that you're winding down. I can yeah. hear yeah. that you're leaning towards the close right now. <laughs> I need you to hurry up." She's usually in here, like sitting with me when we're recording, so she might truly know the wrap up. <laughs> she might. <laughs> um. Okay. So if you can follow Raising Perdition, TikTok, Tumblr, Hive. Just a reminder, we do have a Discord that we'll be starting soon, so be on the lookout for that at the beginning of Season 3. We'll post it on our Twitter, and it'll be in the descriptions of our podcast as well and everything, so we're really looking forward to connecting with all of you in that way as well. You're more <laughs> likely to find us on Twitter. Mm-hmm. It's way easier to post there. Um, thank you guys so much for listening, and we will be back next time. Bye! Bye. You've been listening to Raising Perdition, a Supernatural rewatch podcast hosted by Beth, Hannah, and Abby Jo. If you have anything kind to say or want to give us your comments on this episode, you can email us at raisingperdition at gmail.com. If you have complaints, concerns, or general nasty things to say, guys, send them to lawboyatstanford.edu. We don't like the negativity. You can find us on Twitter and Hive at at rperditionpod, on Tumblr at at Raising Perdition Pod and on TikTok at at Raising Perdition. Thanks for listening.